What's up, guys? I'm back. I'm Paul. It's Paul in Theology. We're going through Ephesians. We're on verse 16 through 19 in chapter 1. So check it out, man. Read it. If you haven't read it, stop the tape. Go ahead and check it out. See what it has to say. And then we'll answer the four questions. If you have read it, let's jump into it. So today we are talking about the prayer what Paul prays for the people, man. It's pretty beautiful. It's pretty wonderful. And we'll break it down. So what is Paul actually saying? He says this, he says, man, I have not stopped praying for you. I have made mention of you in my prayers, man, just continually. And this is because of what he, I said earlier in the, in the last episode where it talks about of him hearing of the faith that they have in Christ, the faithfulness that they show in Christ and the love they have for the saints. And so he says, because he knows of their belief, he knows of their strength as the church continues to grow, as the church continues to gain new members, because Paul was there for, I think, three years ministering to these people. And it's been quite some time since he has uh, uh, been back. I can't exactly remember the amount of time, um, but I'll put that in the show notes. But anyway, the uh, amount of time he's been gone and separated from these people. And over that time, and they've been growing as a church, just, just bustling and, and serving and, and doing all these things and gaining new members. And he says, and he still hears, he still hears of their great faith and love for one another. And so he says, because of this, he doesn't stop praying for them. He continues to make mention of them. And what does he ask in his prayers? He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, the the the, the this could be taken. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a little piece of this, man, because I just uh, I love these type of facts, these type of things that you're not sure, but it could be so. It could be our glorious Father. In the Greek, they have what's called uh, genitives, and they either can describe or uh, they could uh, uh, you know give a different. It's so the idea is that it could be like of a purpose or of a description. And this one could be adjectival. And so it could be glorious father, but it could be uh, like of source. Uh, he's the father of glory. And so when, when we say glory, it could be talking about Christ because it says that Christ is the glory of the father. It talks about that in John, that he is the glory. It talks about that uh, in Isaiah, um, is that he's the glory of God. And so it could be saying he is the father of our Lord Jesus. But it could also just say he's just our wonderful, glorious, beautiful father. So I just add that little tidbit because, man, some of those things right there, it's like Paul, he's slick, could be doing this stuff ambiguously uh, just so that we think about it like this. <laughs> but anyway, he says that that God would give us the spirit of wisdom. That means the Holy Spirit, which he's already given us, but that this spirit would continue to give us wisdom and that he would continue to reveal who he is. So that's the first thing that um, Paul wants us to know. So that's the first thing that we should, as ourselves, try and do and pray for others, is that we should ask the Lord for his spirit to give us wisdom and a knowledge of him. But also it says that he would uh, let us know the hope of our calling. And so not only would he show us more of who he is, not only does he help us to become more wise or wiser, but that he would also 
reveal to us the hope that we have in him. Now, the second thing that uh, Paul prays is that we would know what the riches of his glorious inheritance is in the saints. And so that, that, that's the, the, the verse that I talked about a lot earlier in a couple of episodes. And when I was uh, saying that this idea of inheritance could be that we are his inheritance or his possession rather than us inheriting a possession. And this is where I, I see it is because it just talks about how we would know the glorious inheritance that God has in the saints. Like we are his inheritance, how glorious we are to him. What a, what a wonderful, what a wonderful statement that Paul could be saying, that Paul is saying here is that we are God's glorious inheritance. And that's just, that's just so wonderful. That's so amazing to think of the fact that we are his inheritance that he desires for us. He cherishes us and he wants us. And then the last thing it says, and that we might know his immeasurable, uh, uh, that his immeasurable great power for those who believe that he has power, man, and that we have that power if we believe. So those are three things he desires for us to know. It says that we would um, know more of him, his knowledge, his goodness, his awesomeness that we would know the hope that he's called us to, that we would recognize how precious that we are to him, and that we would know that his power is unmatched and that we have access to it. Those are the things that we need to be praying for ourselves to gain and for others that are in the family to gain. What is the scripture saying about God as we read it? Well, first off, it says that God has all the power, all the wisdom. And he wants us to know it. He has all the power, has all the wisdom. And he loves us dearly. And he wants us to know it. He wants us to know it. He wants us to get it through our skulls. That he has all the power, all the wisdom, and that he loves us. He wants us to know it. He says they, that he wants to reveal these things to us. What's it say about man? I think it's saying that, first off, we should be praying for one another. Paul says, I don't stop giving, stop. I says, I don't stop. I never stop praying for you guys. So we need to be praying for each other. That is a thing that we as saints, brothers and sisters in Christ, need to be doing, praying for each other. But also that we are God's inheritance, that, that God has, has called us to himself. It says that that's the reason. He said he called us to himself that we might be blameless and holy before him, man. And he did this in the son, Christ Jesus. He says that he has called us. We are his possession. And then finally, how do we apply these truths to our lives? Well, know that God has a future for us. We talked about him sealing us, so he's protecting us. And he's not protecting us for no reason. It's not arbitrary. It says that there is a purpose and a reason for us. It says so that we might know the hope of our calling. And a hope entails a future. And so he wants us to know what our future is in him. That our future is with him. And then a final application is just read his word. Know his heart. Know the heart of God. That's what he's called us, that we might know his heart. That the spirit might indwell us and fill us, that we might know who he is. And that's what I pray for you guys today.
And I appreciate you guys because if you, you, you read, you, you follow along with me, man, you're reading through the scriptures, you're trying to study them, trying to know his heart. And for that, man, I'm glad.